This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey everybody, it's Post Sonoma, and uh, we're back home and getting ready for Daytona. A uh, good track for us, obviously, and got some more, uh, got some confidence going into Daytona. I know we uh, spun out at Daytona and Talladega, but I'll get to that later. Um, <clears throat> at uh, Sonoma, you know, I really not not a big fan of road course racing, and made that pretty clear on many occasions. And uh, had a lot of anxiety all week leading up to the race, just wondering how we could get in and out of there. And I thought more about it, and the anxiety that I have is actually coming from where we are in the points. Without a win, we got 10 races to go to the chase. It's going to come down to two to four drivers, two or three drivers maybe, clinching a position in the top 16 without a win. We don't want to be those guys. We want to have a win, get locked in. So the anxiety is starting to build. And when you go to a track uh, that you don't like and that anything could go wrong or happen or you you feel like you're not quite as strong at that particular track, you have more anxiety about it. So this was a problem for me uh, leading up to the weekend. And throughout the weekend, I was super nervous, uh, on edge, and not not really uh, didn't have much of an appetite. But anyhow, Friday uh, we had a ton of speed, and I mean the car was fast flying. So best it was the best car that we've ever unloaded there for me, and I was uh, I had a blast Friday, you know, and it really. It really was a lot of fun to be able to drive the car, and it runs such good, great lap times. And all the guys were excited. We weren't thrashing on the setup and slinging parts and springs and trying to get the car faster. And I wasn't pissed off, and Greg wasn't pissed off and frustrated. Nobody, yeah, you know, everything was just working like it's supposed to. So that was a great day. Uh, but every day is different at the racetrack. The track's different. Things change. What you did the day before don't always back up and correlate to the next day. So I held my um, excitement in check a little bit. But we went into qualifying and qualified as, you know, really, you know, pretty fast. But just uh, we ran the same lap time we ran the day before, which I thought would have been a good starting position. There's just a bunch of guys that picked up, picked up a lot more. Uh, we... Probably could have ran a little more air pressure to run a little faster lap in the first segment, and that's the only thing I can imagine that would have maybe helped us on speed, just guessing. Me and Greg were talking about that. To get a little bit better lap that first run, we ran a great lap. Our second run, uh, had we made the first round, that lap would have put us sixth. So once we... uh, cycled the tires and went and run our second lap we were you know those other guys that ran so fast that first round backed up to us so 
I, um, you know, that made me feel like uh, we were still going to race good. Uh, when the race started, uh, the car was okay. We had a caution in lap six, and when we went back to green, the car flew. Drove up into the top five. And we stayed there most of the day. Had great speed. The 78 was one of the best cars. We would creep in on the 18 or the 11 or anybody else that was in the top top five. I thought we were about as good as the 47 or the 19 most of the time. But I thought I was getting a little closer to those guys when we'd have longer runs. The only guy that I wasn't really running down, I think, was the 78 of Truex during the first 75% of the race. Um, you know, everything, the race was fine. Everything was good. A couple ticky-tack cautions that, that I don't know where, you know, whether they were necessary, but that's every week. Um, you know, it just gets frustrating because as a driver, you work real, real hard to gain inches on the racetrack, feet, car lengths on cars, lap after lap after lap, and then a caution comes out and all that work just seems like it was for nothing. It's like hell, you know, if the, if the cautions are just going to come out for anything, you just sit out there and run about 80% and not tear your car up and not race. And just hold your position. Wait for the caution to bunch you up. But anyhow, the uh, caution come out with about 25 to go. We were sitting there getting ready to pit. I think the 14 did pit. We were getting ready to pit, and that was going to set us up for the finish. Um, when the caution came out, we had to come in around the 11. The 16 came in around us, so we were blocked in. We picked our pit first. They picked around us, and that hurt us. So we we barely got out of pit stall around the 16, and it lost, cost us a couple spots. The pit crew was fast all weekend. They were good. And um, I like the... I like where we were on pit road. It just those guys, you know, the 16 picked in front of us and the 11 picking behind us. Usually, you know, good cars don't pick around good cars. But anyhow, um, I don't know. Hell, maybe the 11 picked before us. I don't even know, but I didn't like to stall. <laughs> so the, uh, the race, um, we had to restart around 10th or 11th, I don't know, 8th maybe. And uh, everything was fine. Had another caution. Um, got down into turn four. The 19 and the 22 were side by side going into turn four. So I knew that were gonna that was going to slow them down for the exit. So I backed up turn four and got a great run out of there and got on the inside of the 19. Had great acceleration. We were, I was going to be door to door to the 19 into turn, into the next turn, whatever damn turn you want to call that, turn five, turn seven. So... Uh, I guess Joe Logano come hard across the racetrack from the outside into the 19, and that turn that hit and that drove the 19 into me. And man, it really screwed up my car. Uh, tore the fender all to hell, laid the fender all over the tire, and the, the steering wheel was getting grabbed by the fender and yanked out of my hand as we'd go around the racetrack for a couple laps. It finally wore away the tire enough to where it didn't rub as bad. And then I kind of could get back to, to running. I thought we were going to fall way back. But then it got a little better, a little better, a little better, where I could at least maintain our, our position. So that was frustrating. I don't know. I haven't really looked at the replay. I don't think I will. I um, am hearing from 
all kinds of sources about whose fault it was and whatever. So I'm not going to get into it. I know, uh, I don't, I don't think the 19 Edwards was at fault because the 22 came down across the racetrack all over the curb, like you typically do exiting that corner. And I don't know if he came further trying to block or what, but I know the 19 was forced into me, so it wasn't his fault. It almost turned me into the inside wall. I lost, that's how we lost those spots because I had to slam on brakes because I thought we was going to hit the fence. But anyway, we, we are, it's frustrating because I think that restart, the car was going to really do well as it had at the start of the race. We ran six laps, had a caution, then the car flew. We had ran a couple laps, had a caution. So on that cycle, I was really expecting to have a upper hand on some of the guys around me and get up into uh, around the top five at least. But we didn't get that chance. But on the other side of the coin, we got to be glad the tire held up because if the tire had not held up, we might have put the car in the fence. Uh, we definitely had to come down pit road, lost tons of track position, and finished horribly. That would have been terrible. Um, uh, so anyhow, we'll take 11th. And the reason why we'll take 11th is because of that point situation I was talking about. We need to get us a nice cushion between us and the 16th place guy in points or 14th, 15th, what have you. We need to start um, trying to protect ourselves. Be, you know, Just do what we normally do, run and try to win and not uh, give away chunks of points. We gave away 40 points total probably at the restrictor plate races this year daytona and talladega by spinning out had we ran those races and finished reasonably i'd say that'd be about 40 points that we would be able to tack on to what we have today that would be put us comfortably in position to make the chase we looked at some of the things we were doing in the plate car this year that we we didn't have last year some new ideas some new theories and thoughts on on the car and how to get it to be fast and and so forth and we think that that's compromised how the car handles and um, you don't see people busting their ass out there spinning out by themselves I'm doing that done it twice this year last year we finished in a top two every plate race top three every single plate race I mean we were the best car at Daytona and Talladega hands down we're not even close to that I mean, we're okay, but we're spinning out and doing all kinds of crazy shit that nobody else is doing. So we're going to go back uh, on our setup all the way back to 2015, and hopefully that there is going to give me the confidence and the comfort that I need to drive the car and be aggressive with it in the draft. So I'm looking forward to Daytona and getting back to our winning ways there and see if we can't go in and get the job done. Either way, we don't need to give away a chunk of points. So keep that in mind week in, week out. I know you guys want wins. We want wins. These races are hard to win. For the good of the season, we got to watch our, our butts and not be, not be screwing up and giving away chunks of points because it's going to make it hard on ourselves when we get to Richmond trying to get into that chase. That's about it. You know, it was uh, typical Sonoma. You run your guts out, and it comes down to uh, 
the last few laps a little beating and banging and you either survive it or you don't and we sort of got the we didn't get short in the stick we didn't we didn't come out on the good end either uh we've had some good runs there at least we're competitive at the road courses good lord i hate those things so bad um Watkins Glen, we'll take the, probably take the same car, I suppose. I expect to have good speed there. We've been pretty quick there the last couple trips. Um, top 10 speed. So we'll see what we can do. They got a new surface and all that. The setup from Sonoma and what we think helped us with speed there probably won't translate to Watkins Glen. So that's a, that's something that I'm not, um, that's not so good. But uh, with the new surface at the Glen and I think it's going to be quite a, you know, a little bit different spring package and so forth to to be fast there. So hopefully we can dial it in, but uh, that's a couple weeks away. I'll uh, talk to you guys later. Enjoy the download. Traveling all night long. Appreciate uh, him sending that, as always, his unvarnished, uncensored thoughts on what happened during his race. With Mike Davis and first name Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. We're in the Exalta Racing Studios, and this is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. It's the craziest paint scheme yet. Get the all-new limited edition Spy Wrangler Dega sunglasses online at spyoptic.com. That's Mike Davis. I'm Taylor Zarzer. First name Davis, can you help me with something? Yeah, what's up? Somehow Mike Davis pulls a Jedi mind trick on all of Junior Nation, and we had this fun back-and-forth debate uh, a couple of weeks ago about qualifying and <laughs> and how important practice and qualifying are. And Mike was, oh, just show up on Sunday. <laughs> Let's qualify 90th. You know, that's not exactly what he said. but <laughs> That's I how some believe. people took it. <laughs> <laughs> Yet Friday was a great day for the 88, and I start getting all these tweets from people. I mean, I'm driving down to – where I'm from in lower Alabama, excited to see my family. And I get all these tweets. Yeah, take that, Zarzer. <laughs> I'm like, wait wait a minute. This is what I wanted. What are you talking about? And all these people, yeah, stick. And tweeting Dale Jr. and tweeting Mike and tweeting me. Yeah, in your face, Taylor. And I'm like, what? why would someone send a tweet to Dale Jr. making him think that I didn't like what happened yeah, on don't Friday? Don't you hate that? Don't No, seriously, in all seriousness, for regardless of what the topic is, don't you hate it when people tweet Dale Jr. and be like, yeah, that Taylor Zarzer, that Mike Davis, they, they suck. Or whatever. Like, and I'm like, you know what, that's, that's kind of a, that's a douchey move right there, just so a, you know. It is. It, it is. Understand, everybody, that's my boss. Right. Okay, it's yeah. my boss. Uh, first of all, you're right, it is. I don't tweet your boss. But secondly, after a spirited hour-long debate, how could somebody not, after 60 minutes of screaming and yelling about how much more I wanted out of Friday, how could somebody think that 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 I didn't enjoy or appreciate what happened with that <laughs> practice time? <laughs> That's funny, actually. I'm getting yeah. way too much amusement out of this. The yeah. thing about it is, is that after we qualified, uh -huh. Somebody tweeted me and Dale, of course, because that's what happens, and says, what's your excuse now? <laughs> and so I was like, hey, here's the beautiful part about my approach. Don't care. Don't have one. Don't need one. My race is on Sunday. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I was very happy with the, comp the quality of the car and everyone. I, we were always fired up about the effort, and we've been saying that all season. Effort is fantastic. But I thought the speed in the car was terrific. 
Friday through Sunday. And I know we're a little disappointed finishing 11th. I, I, th- I really thought on that last restart, Mike, he got from 8th to 7th very quickly. I mean, maybe within a turn or two, and it was very good on that restart. And restarts at Sonoma are nuts. I nuts, mean, yeah. Restarts everywhere are nuts, but restarts at Sonoma are crazy. Yeah. And he got to seventh real quickly, and I thought, man, you know what? We got a real shot at another top five in Sonoma. And I know people are going to be disappointed with the 11th place finish, but th- the speed I saw from Friday to the end of the race was something I was pretty fired up about. Yeah, I mean, listen, you go into this race with two straight top tens at Sonoma, and you get the feeling that Dale Jr., you know, he's really turned the corner at Sonoma. He used to hate the place, and now, yeah. you know, he feels pretty good about it. But this one, after Friday, you felt this was our best chance to win this thing. And I was, you know, already thinking, okay, man, you know, I think I might have even called for a naked Monday if we were to ever win Sonoma. And so <laughs> I was going ahead and planning. No, I'm, I wasn't planning naked Good Monday yet. Gosh. But the fact of the matter is is that I get a text from Dale Jr. on Friday just raving about his car. That, you know, listen, guy, you know, me and Dale are close. That doesn't happen a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He was just so ecstatic about the speed in his car. And then you look at the practice and you look at what everybody else was saying, like Rodney Childers, uh, Kevin Harvick's crew chief, was tweeting – Boy, that 88 bunch has got it figured out. They got everybody covered. So you're like, wait a second. Okay, now let's see if the speed carries over into Saturday. And that was when qualifying was. Dale Jr. qualified, what was it, 13th, 15th, something 15th. like that? 15th. 15th. But Dale also admitted that he, he kind of busted his lap. He, he didn't get all he, all he could out of the car. And that happens at a road course with, you know, 13 turns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he didn't uh, get his best lap. We qualified in the mid-teens, which was still better than what we've qualified there in the past. So um, – I think the speed carried over to Saturday, speed carried over to Sunday. You liked what you had. This, is a, this was a best-feeling Sonoma race going into it that I think we've ever had. Yeah, I think it's important, obviously, for this momentum to continue, but I, I was. I was impressed with especially what I saw on Friday, and, and I do think that that gives everybody confidence all weekend moving forward. And, you know, it's a huge story that Tony Stewart won the race, a huge story. Uh, given all that the man has been through, uh, physically what he's been through personally uh the fact they hadn't won in a few years it's his last year he's missed a couple of races this year <laughs> i'm not going to get into the kyle bush stuff <laughs> by the way of missing races i'm but, surprised uh, they didn't tweet you about that to be honest with you after <laughs> yeah, the race. i thought for sure somebody would uh because you you know you made your position on that clear last year yeah it is a little awkward when you miss 11 races and you still have a chance to win the championship and kyle of course went on to to do that but uh make no mistake smoke's going to be in the top 30 uh barring some crazy uh unforeseen circumstance uh he's going to be in the top 30 and he's going to be in the chase and that's that's a pretty crazy story now having said that and congratulations to him on the win you know davis i know put this in the notes and i noticed this during the race um smoke was interested in where dale jr was good out on the track Right. And it was pretty cool when, when Jay said, well, he's good everywhere. So to give you a sense, the, even the winning car thought that the 88 was pretty impressive. It was, which makes this 11th place finish, to be honest with you, really sting for me. And let me tell you, I, I think I need a therapist, to be honest with you, because I want to uh, talk to a therapist and say, well, what is my problem? Because I'm really leaving this race f- more frustrated, not at the fact that we got bumped and wrecked, so to speak, and we mm-hmm. should have cut a tire down. Let's be real, right? Yeah. But it was not what happened, but it was by whom it ha- it happened. Mm. It was those two guys that we always seem to find ourselves around and that they never seem to cut us a break. And I'm not even so quick to blame Carl Edwards on this one. And I, and I may be wrong, but to me, Joey Logano raced us 
both just ridiculous. And, and you know, and here's why I need therapy because it's the last 25 laps of a road course. I expect it, but yet there he is again, and yeah. it was a really frustrating because. You know what? In, in my mind, 11th place is worse than any other place. You know why? It's Sonoma. We went our first 14 years without a top 10, but we finished 11th three times, which <laughs> is terrible. It's like a kick in the jewels. And yet after this 11th place finish, still feels the same way. Still walking funny after this race. Yeah, I, I agree with you about Logano, by the way. I, I have a harder time really being upset with Edwards, but definitely with Logano. And, you know, look, I'm not trying to say you're not out there to win every week, but both of those guys have wins. They're in the chase, and they're driving like a bunch of morons, in my opinion, especially Logano. Um, And they're just – there's – I don't know. I would expect a little bit more courtesy. In fact, I know. I'll go ahead and say it. I really believe if the the situation were were reversed – I think Dale Jr. would have a little bit more respect for all the people around him. I guess. I mean, I, I got to go back and rewatch that because Dale Jr. might have forced the issue. I mean, he had a tremendous restart. I'm trying to look at my notes here. I mean, Dale Jr. restarted eighth, went to seventh immediately, had a really good restart, and then and then went below Carl or outside of Carl, whichever turn. I can't even remember if he was inside or outside. But there, he that put Carl in a three-wide position. But Joey was off the track, was he not? Yes. Yeah. So Joey comes back onto the track, piles into Carl. Carl piles into Dale. That, that's what I'm talking like, oh, about. Come on, guys. That's what I'm talking about. Ridiculous. I, that, that's what I think is just was absurd. Yes. And uh, I, I understand your frustration about the 11th place finish. I have a different reason why I'm a little frustrated. But the, the time where Kenseth ended Junior's Day late in the Sonoma race a couple of years ago, that was the most upset I was at Sonoma. You remember that? I remember that, but I also remember when Junior ended Kenseth Day at Watkins Glen. <laughs> Do you remember I remember that? when I remember when Junior stole Kenseth's beer off of his plane. Well, I was with him. I think I was an accomplice <laughs> on that one. <laughs> but we won. <laughs> we won that day. <laughs> That's the best. Aren't you allowed to steal beer? I guess the only thing that makes me nervous it, it it's almost impossible to to imagine a sixteen team playoff in this in this sport that doesn't include Dale Earnhardt Junior. And the 88 team, especially with how competitive they are yeah, yeah. on almost a weekly basis. But it, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous because Smoke is going to be in the top 16, top 30 in points. So that means Dale Jr.'s 13th in points right now. And we're winding down the next six, eight weeks, and we're going to the most unpredictable place there is. Now, a lot of people, self included, call it Dale Tona. And if there's one person I would want, down there at Daytona, it's Dale Earnhardt Jr. But what are they, 31 points to the good right now, Mike? Yeah, I, I guess. Is that I right? think that's I, right. I haven't even looked. I mean, listen, here, here's the upside. It's just – here's the thing. Like, there's no question competitively, Mike, this team is far – I mean, there's nowhere – they're nowhere close 16th place. Can we agree, though, that uh, – It's just the luck is starting to make me nervous. And, and, and luck is certainly a factor all the way through the chase. I mean, that's going to that's gonna happen. I mean, but, but they are running better. I mean, they're running better. No doubt about they're it. They're unloading better. They're running better. The last three weeks, what was it? Pocono, Michigan. Uh, you know, Michigan, we got Boucher. We got Boucher out of the yeah. way. Right. Um, and so, but we're running better. Now, it, it's no consolation, to be honest with you. I mean, we got to have the finishes. And that's what, and that's what I mean. such a problem. And I get you there. I get you. But I do like the speed that this team is carrying to the track now because we went a month without it. And, and that was, that to me was a more uncomfortable feeling 
yeah. than what we have now. I think Greg Ives and Travis Mack and those guys are doing a phenomenal job right now getting this car back to being a competitor. This was a top five car. This was a top. They brought a top five car to this racetrack this weekend and for all weekend. I don't. I don't know how many times that's happened this year, and I think that it's a trend that we're seeing. Look at how Casey Kane ran. These these Hendrick cars are starting to get a lot better. I don't know. I like what I'm seeing out of the team. Uh, we just got to get a little luck, on, you know, on our that's side. That's it. And and honestly, Daytona and Talladega are places I don't like to go in wanting luck. To be honest with you, I mean it's right. It, that's too uncomfortable. So, um, but. We do need to go into Daytona and try to get this one. I mean, this is this is Dale's track. Well, I mean, it, and it, you can remember what happened last year, needing a win going to Talladega, and the, one of the the most heartbreaking losses of Dale Junior's career happened there. So yeah, uh, but you know what else? The way he raced that race at Talladega gives me a lot of uh, uh, optimism going into this weekend because when you need something, when you are hungry, look at the way Smoke raced the last twenty laps of this race yesterday. Mm-hmm. These guys, when you need a win. You will race like you need to win. And Dale Jr. raced like that at Talladega and should have won that race. You know. See, I like that. See, maybe but, you maybe you don't need therapy. Maybe you're the therapist, actually. Well, I like that. We're See, that fired me up just now. But, but think about it. You know what? T- Tony Stewart fired me up yesterday because in that caution, that last restart, they were saying, all right, you got about 20 to go. You know, here's who you got behind you. And he goes, they're going to have to earn every dollar. I love it. And I, I was like, it. that's what I you want to hear out of your driver. I loved it. And he slams Hamlin into the corner there after getting passed. I mean, and watching his father go crazy like that, that was really cool. It was really cool. But cool. see, I mean, it's like, you know, Tony knew that he was only up there because of a lucky deal. Like, I mean, they pitted. I say it wasn't completely luck. They were scanning NASCAR, and they heard them talking about, te- you know, debris, and they, but they just happened to be at a po- point of the track where they could pit, and it was a gamble, and then the caution came out. And then he, I don't know what place he was running at the time. Do you remember, Davis? When? When, when, when Tony Stewart made a when pit stop. When the caution stop, came out, a, yeah. A green flag pit stop the lap before that caution came out, which, old, like, the caution came out. It was right around Junior. Yeah, it was right around Junior, and then he, he just right timed around. it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, okay, so he went right to the front, and he never lost the lead with the exception of that time when, when uh, Hamlin, Hamlin passed, passed him on the last lap. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a luck deal, and you got to have those. But you know what? He got up there lucky, but he's like, if they're going to take it from me, they're going to have to earn every piece of it. And I said, that's what you want to hear. You do. That's no doubt. All right, so here's a co- these are my thoughts today. Uh, number one, I really, really like how competitive the car was and the speed in the car all weekend long. That's the first thought, and we've consistently seen that the last few weeks, and that's very encouraging. I'm a little, a tiny, teeny bit nervous about the bad luck. I don't think we're getting the results that we deserve. Greg Ives talked about it on Twitter. So I'm a little nervous about that. However, luck always evens out, right? Yeah. So let's get all this bad luck out of our system, get into the chase, but get the bad luck out of our system, and then let it turn around and go win a championship. How about that? Yeah, because if you take a team, if this team goes into the chase carrying the same speed into the weekend that it is right now, I like our chances. I mean, I like our chances to contend. I'm not saying that we're you know, the heavy favorite to go win the, the championship. I, this system is set up for – the lucky and the, the lucky ones to survive. The, the lucky survives. I mean, that's it. Yeah. It's, it's it's not even the best racer. It's always the luck survives, and occasionally the best racer. I mean, that's how the system is set up. You got to make it. How many? Three or four tiers. You mm-hmm. can't be wrecked. You got. You know. You get, everything's got to work your way. But if we're carrying the speed that we're carrying in the past few weeks, I like our chances. All right. Well, there you go. That's Sonoma. On to Daytona this weekend, and I I like the little pep talk you just gave. By the way, Good. I mean, you go down there, fired up, and let's get a victory. Hungry, hungry, hungry. dogs run faster. 
Yes. Well, speaking of dogs, I've just been attacked by a couple of them here as I'm doing this podcast right now. You all right, man? Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> getting here for the Should, should I worry? This is but, usually what we hear from Dale. You know, Buddy, and, yeah, this is not – I'm not at Dale Jr.'s house. Buddy, the German short hair pointer, and Lila, the golden retriever, just attacked me in the middle of this podcast. Goodness. There you go. It's time now for Radio Chatter Replay, presented by Nationwide. Nationwide is looking to promote your small business on Dale Jr.'s number 88 Nationwide Chevy SS. Check out their water cooler Dale promotion, and your small business name could be on Dale's car for a NASCAR race this fall, and you could win a trip to the race to see the car live and meet Dale Jr. Check out Nationwide 88 social channels for more details. Mike Davis Enterprises, LLC. <laughs> your small business on the car. Taylor Zarzer's Day Spa. <laughs> Hot yoga with first name Davis. 20% off pedicures at Taylor Z's Day Spa. Dog Spa. TJ. <laughs> yeah. So, Radio Chatter Replay is presented by Nationwide and TJ Majors Lipstick. Here we go. These cars off. So that's Radio Chatter Replay presented by Nationwide and TJ Majors Lipstick here on the Dale Jr. Download. Let's go to Reaction Theater. See what, Friday, I was pretty excited. Top of the board, great car off the truck, qualified decent, ready for Sunday. Tell you what, there had been a time when we'd all been excited for an 11th. 
on the road course. Dale Jr. is a better driver than that, though, now. And I really felt like the top five was there. So the only things I can say is, F*** you, Joey Logano. F*** you, Tony Stewart. You don't deserve to be in the chase. You should get in the top 30 in points. I don't know if I agree with all that, but um, definitely understand his frustration finishing 11th yeah. uh, with a top five car. Kicking the balls, that's what it is. Yep. Who's next? All right. First of all, I got to say congratulations to Smoke for getting that W. Glad to see you have a chance for a chase in his last year running NASCAR. Now, to Dale Jr. That was a good run, guys. Uh, just needs that thing Logano not to screw us up again. Anywho... Sonoma's never been good for us. Let's go get him next week. Hopefully that week off has revived the Junior Motor Sports team. Let's go get a W, boys, and let's get to the chase. Hashtag Dale Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. I like That's it. That's what we need right there. The Junior Motorsports team needs to get fired up. And the Hendrick Motorsports team. That's right. Who's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey Logano, Logano, blah, blah, Edwards, blah, blah. What a freaking finish. Hats off. Hats off to those two men. What an exciting finish. And by the way, kudos to Junior for not letting white bread make a panini out of him and Edwards. Nice save, Junior. That's all I got. All right, my man. Uh, that last lap was insane. It was insane. But you know, one of the things I was, I just, it confused me was why did Denny go so wide on that last turn? And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people, in fact, our friend Jenna Fryer tweeted something that I said, wait a second, did she just, did she just, she hinted that there may have been a little conspiracy in that. Like, like he might have opened the door a little too wide, like that there's something to it. And I would have believed it, maybe. Had Denny not pile-drived him earlier in the Well, that's lap. what I was going to say. Well, I mean, well, why right. would he have done that just right. a half a lap right. earlier? He would have just not passed him if he wanted right. Tony to win, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that that theory goes out the window. But, man, you talk about busting your last the last corner. Well, the guys in the booth, uh, Gordon especially, were, were suggesting a wheel hopped. And then Hamlin said after the race he didn't. But um, – I didn't that, see it wheel hopping, but, but, but what do that's, I know? It's, I mean, yeah, regardless, regardless, I think all of us were wondering why he went so wide. But, but Tony uh, didn't bump him out of the way. Tony finished him off on the exit of the corner. That's exactly right. Tony took advantage of him going so wide, cut underneath him, and then said <laughs> sayonara once he got past him. Yeah, he made sure that there would be no momentum coming off the turn to maybe make it close to the checker. That's, which is exactly what you have to do if uh, you're in your last season as a, a driver and you want to make the championship. Right. So. Hard to have any problem uh, with hungry, that. I mean, again, he was a hungry dog. You're not going to, you know, yeah. do the right thing. You're going to make sure he's peeling cement out of his car. Evidently, we have some hungry dogs in this house. Who's next? <laughs> well, congratulations to Tony, I guess. But I sure as hell hope that something happens to Logano and Edwards because those two mother mm. need to – they need to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Junior getting screwed every motherfucking week. It's old. It's old. It's really fucking old. That's my therapist right there. I want her. That, yeah. That's, that's my that's girl. That's a sensational idea. Yeah. That's right. I like how she paused to try to collect herself, and then she was more upset after she collected herself. I love that. I love it. Listen, I feel your pain. That's the thing. It's like, of all the, again, Joey and Carl are racing hard. I got it. You know, road, road, road course is your new short track these days. I mean, they race harder at these road, uh, road courses than they do at Bristol and Martinsville. 
I get it, but man, did it have to be those two cats. And then Carl's little subtle shot in the post-race interview. Now, see, I didn't pick up on that. I didn't take it as a subtle shot. Now, hold on a second. Tell I, me about that. Yeah, what, what do you – He goes he, – they, they asked him just one simple question. He goes through, he talks about his car, and at the very end he goes, thanks a lot for Dale to leave me some room in there. Like, I thought he really meant it. Oh, I didn't think he meant it at all. Oh, I man. thought it was like okay. a little shot. No, that might have – you might be right. Left you room. I <laughs> leave you some room. Yeah, he's like nice of him to leave me some room there. Golly. Well, I, I would I, I would like to know if, if what exactly he meant there, and Somebody if he was asked really Dale about it on Twitter, and Dale just did a bunch of ha 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 ha. Yeah, no, I did see that, but yeah. I, I, if if Edwards is upset that he didn't have enough room left for him, then he needs to shut his mouth because that's that's absurd. Why would anyone? want to leave room for him, let alone anybody, especially somebody that's already got a couple of wins. I don't really understand that. Charlotte, never forget. That's right. Mm. Mm. Who's next? (laughs) Dad, go on. I was holding my breath there at the last few laps. When Junior had that contact, I'm like, oh, shoot, here we go again. I thought it was for sure it was going to be like a 30th place finish. Me too. My God, if we can't get a top five, let's. And but damn it, let's get an eleventh. I'll take eleven. After the last few weeks, oh my gosh, there's got to be some good luck coming his way. I mean, dang, looking forward to next week at Daytona. I know we can get it done there. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah to you. Uh, I I got to tell you, I agreed with him, Mike. As soon as there was contact, I was thinking, you know what, Junior's gonna there's gonna be a caution. Junior's gonna climb out of his car, and I'm gonna break windows in this house. Because after all the momentum and all the hard work, we're going to finish 38th or something. So I, I did take – And there was a ton of smoke coming off that wheel. I mean, did I, you see? Yes. That thing should have been flat. I did take some, I guess, uh, confidence or I was uh, somewhat appreciative of 11th place considering it could have been a lot worse after the contact. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, before it, the contact, I was thinking top five. Right, and think about if you finished 30th or whatever you had finished in that race. Um, think about your point situation then. Th- that's when I'm with you, and I am officially nervous if, right. if we take one of those uh, 30th, 35th place finishes after that day. Who's next? Joey Logano. Someone is, needs to go kick his dad in the balls so mm. they can pass it along since his daddy does all his fighting for him. I'm sick and tired of that turkey neck hot waffle pulling this kind of stupid ass at all the wrong times. Ruined a great finish. Just fed up with it. So if, let's say, all right, so Dale Jr. was in 12th, and then he gets back to 11th, and Joey's already up there in 4th. But I was praying for a caution. And I just thought, man, it would be beautiful if Dale could catch up to Logano. Because I promise you, I think, I thought, and I was hoping, and maybe it wasn't even think, I was hoping he sent Joey on a flight home. Before mm. that race is, I, I I wanted it. Is that bad? I need no. therapy. I need therapy, mean? Davis. Help me. I don't want to <laughs> no, be this guy. Bad. I don't want to be this guy. I think bad. every licensed, trained uh, professional in this country or the world, for that matter, would lay you down on a couch and, as you said, that would say, "There's nothing wrong with those feelings, <laughs> Mike Davis." It made me sick to see how well they finished, both of them, Carl yeah. and Joey. Where did Carl finish? Third? Third and fourth. That's okay. They can have seven, eight wins apiece, and then we'll take care of both of them in the chase, and they'll be out of it in the second round, and we'll laugh. Where was Kenseth? 
I mean, why didn't that? I mean, Kenseth would have sent him packing, huh? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Who's next? One of these days, we're going to get one of these road course races. We were bad fast all weekend. Nice to see Junior fast off the truck. I don't care what track we're at. It's nice to just see Junior unload on Friday and be fast. We got wrecked. Well, we got moved. We're going to get there. Congratulations, Tony Stewart. Moving a Gibbs car out of the way in the last turn. I think all of America is rooting for him. On to Daytona, well, we're unbeatable. Go get them, Dale. Dale, yeah. If if Dale Jr. wins at Watkins Glen, I will not be able to disagree with Mike Davis ever again. I'll have to support him in every ridiculous endeavor really? that's part of his life. Yeah, like after you prank somebody for the 50th time, but they get you back first, and you call me and say, Taylor, this is unfair. I'll, be, I'll say, my, my. You're you know right. What? You're right. You're right, Mike. Actually, I'm going to have to do that if if he wins at Watkins Glen. Well, uh, listen, I'm going to. I'm not backing off that prediction, but I I do, I do think that they are a legitimate road car. Like they can take a piece to Watkins Glen and definitely be a top five car. I want to see. Like I'd love to see that. Of course, this car it carries over. I mean, it got a little banged up, uh, but you, you still salvage that piece. I mean, I'd love for, sure. for them to go to Watkins Glen with the same speed. That'd be awesome. It would be fun. Who's next? My name is Submarine Mike, and I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud. And you can't teach that. And that there, that's Genius Cheryl. And she's got an IQ of 165. And you can't teach that. There's only one word to describe the guy that called Mike out last show, and that jack Carl Edwards. And I'm going to spell it out. S-A-W-F-T, soft. Oh, and Mike Davis, for your, being that you're from Alabama, you obviously don't get subtlety. If you remember, the Jack Nicholson character from A Few Good Men was the bad guy, which is why I make Greg eyes on a sedan, because I'm all Datto 2017, hashtag no beers, hashtag I'm going to be at Daytona next week, hashtag Delia. I, I, tell you I, what. I got it. No, 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 no. You see, you and Dad, oh, good gosh. I got it. I thought it was creative, Mike. Don't knock me for thinking it was a creative call. God <laughs> almighty. <laughs> what is up with these people? They're losing their minds. <laughs> They're losing their minds. I thought it was creative. I, and I, I honestly, liked it. Sue me. Mike, I will take you and Sarah to any restaurant in Charlotte or greater North Carolina, anywhere in North Plus, Carolina, any Restaurant in North Carolina, Mike, if you can get Sarah to call into Reaction Theater and the two of you can reenact a movie. I'm serious. I will t- Betsy and I, I didn't even you know, talk to her know, about it. You know what movie it'd be? Friday. If you can get your bride to reenact Friday we, with you and just, call Reaction Theater, Capitol Grill, uh, wherever you want to go, man. We, Del Frisco. If, if we just got Damn! <laughs> if you guys do that, I miss yes. Parker. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd love. It. Yeah, we we know every line of Friday. It's Friday. You ain't got no jobs. <laughs> I, I, I hit her with a Friday line yesterday. <laughs> the, Friday was on TV the other night, and I was sitting there watching it. I mean, it was like back to back to back. I was like a Friday marathon. I'm like, I'm in heaven, man. This is yeah. it. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, I thought you might have said. Don't nobody use the bathroom for that. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody go in there for that 35, 45 minutes. Oh. That, I'm serious. It's on the line if you want to do that. By the way, can I just say one more thing about Mike's call here? Yeah. yeah. Didn't that happen like 
weeks ago. Like yeah. that wasn't last week, was it? No, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. A couple I guess it was like three it was two races ago, I think. All right, here we go. Who's next? Well, after the two months ending at the Coca Cola six hundred and team eighty eight had no speed whatsoever ever. The last three races, Pocono, Michigan, and Sonoma, Greg Eyes and Team 88 has given Dale Jr. one of the fastest cars on the track. Uh, I like where we're headed, and I'm going to be honest, 11 feels great. This may be the best 11th place finish I've ever witnessed in my life. We had no business getting that tire uh, back the last 14 laps or whatever before it blew up. To, to bring that thing home 11th, um, and avert a catastrophe uh, was absolutely phenomenal. Tomorrow I'll be pissed at that whole Joey Logano and that kid uh, Carl Edwards. But today I'm going to be happy and rejoice in the fact that <laughs> Team 88 and Greg Ives got some greasy fast speed in that car and we're headed to Daytona. Hell yeah. Let's get us a victory. Let's get us in the chase. Let's do it. Hell yeah. There Here we yeah. go, Dado. Dado and I agreeing on this one. This How week. about that? Yeah. Man, that was a good call, Dado. Appreciate you. He had a funny tweet yesterday. and it, Let me try to think of what it was. Um, About him wearing boxers? No, no, no. It, it was uh, – yeah. <laughs> I did see Because that. that's a visual I never <laughs> no wore. Team, no team – nobody. He's getting rid of boxers, isn't I, he? Yeah. <laughs> Davis, I didn't say disturbing tweets. Yeah. I said funny. All right, okay, so sorry. it was like the list, of driver, the list of drivers I hate more than Joey Logano, and then <laughs> that was the end of the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Reaction Theater number is 855-740-1902. It's open 24-7, 365. Assuming first name Davis clears them out and has them ready for the next week. We'll never live that down. <laughs> Ever. He only did it once, and we're going to rem- remind him of it forever. He actually did it twice, I think, right? <laughs> no, just once. Oh, is it once? Yeah. 855-740-1902. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. Paint Scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mode, General Dega, McCoy, and Admiral Frames. The craziest paint scheme yet was released last month. Get the all-new limited edition Spy Wrangler Dega sunglasses online at spyoptic.com. It's time now to throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. I'm going to start this white flag off by thanking Exalta, first name. And it's not just for having the most easily identifiable car on the racetrack because I'm going to tell you something, in a road course, that matters. It changes your entire race watching experience, does it not? You can always find Dale Jr. on a racetrack. I was always able to find him yesterday. And, 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 I'm, not, and I'm thanking him not only for that and not even because they just make Dirty Mo' Radio possible because that's very key as well, but for ExaltaRacing.com. They uh, put together this new website. They launched it a few weeks ago. It's fabulous. You can get all the information on Dale Jr. Uh, there that you uh, could ever want. That's ExaltaRacing.com. Go check it out. And also, they've been doing a tremendous job on their social channels, really supporting Dale Jr. You can follow them on Twitter and on Facebook at Exalta Racing. Go follow them, and uh, they will keep you up to date on all things Dale Jr. All right, Taylor, you were just reading about the uh, Spy Livery Series. Do you know what today is? It's the it's Nas- a sunglasses day. National Sunglass Day. Yeah. I know this because I saw Spy's electronic newsletter uh, right before I came in here. So if you don't have your favorite Spy's on right now for National Sunglass Day, you can fix that. You can go to spyoptic.com and get yours today. If you don't, the UV light from the sun is damaging your cornea as we speak. And what's true. worse, what's worse, you're not effectively celebrating National Sunglass Day. So Take care of that, Dirty Mo' Radio listeners. Um, I want to speak right now to any of you Dirty Mo' Radio listeners who are, uh, own a business. Taylor was talking about this a little while ago. Remember TJ's lipstick? Although I think TJ would do better in business if he had a booster chair business. Oh. 
Because yeah, he could be idea. his own model for it, right? Yes. Uh, but, yeah. It, you, TJ's Car Suit Boosters Incorporated. Right, right. High chairs, booster seats, <laughs> stilts. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe those shoes, like high, maybe high yeah. heels. Jimmy's <laughs> Shoes from Seinfeld. T- yeah. TJ's High Heels. Yeah. Anyways, I love uh, it. How That's cool, a good idea. Yeah, how cool would it be to have your small business featured on Dale Jr.'s car September 25th at New Hampshire? Nationwide is giving you the opportunity. Water Cooler Dale promotion. It ends this Thursday. Again, it ends Thursday. So if you are a small business owner, all you got to do is upload a photo of your business at watercooleredalejr.com and customize it with the water cooler image they provide you. It's actually hilarious. I went to that site this morning. And you can go and look at some of the um, submissions already, or all of the submissions. And it's, it's pretty cool, actually. So you go there, look at the submissions, and they provide you a little water cooler photo to put in your business. You know, it's sort of like a Photoshop deal, but it's real quick and easy. And uh, you could end up with your business on Dale Jr.'s car at New Hampshire. So, and I'll be there as well. WaterCoolerDaleJr.com. You caught Jerem 360 this week. You saw the decision is heating up. Go to MountainDew.com to place your vote for either Baja Blast or Pitch Black to be the new Mountain Dew flavor on shelves. And watch Jam 360 this week because we'll determine which flavor the company will vote for. That's right. Junior Motorsports is going to vote for a flavor. And we had to figure out which flavor it would be. And so we had a JRM-ish style competition. I'll leave it at that. Did you participate? I did. Yeah, okay. Uh, That'll be on Jam 360 this week. You can find that at JRMRacing.com, Facebook. Twitter, yada, yada, yada. It's Daytona time again, fellas. We need one. Don't you agree? I think you agree, right, Taylor? <laughs> uh, Xfinity races Friday night. On, <laughs> Big time. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Xfinity races on uh, Friday night, NBCSN. NBCSN, that's the NBC Sports Network. Rick Allen, Steve Letarte, Jeff Burton are back in the booth. For Junior's team, you'll see Elliott Sadler, Justin Algar, and Chase Elliott going. You'll remember that Chase won the Daytona race at the beginning of the year. And then on Saturday night, the Cup Series will make a go at it. Dell Jr. will be back in the nationwide paint scheme. The race will be on NBC. And one last thing, uh, you know, we often ask you guys to subscribe and rate and review our podcast. I'm going to add one to it. I want you to uh, help us out and share uh, this podcast uh, on your social feeds. Tell your Dell Jr. loving friends about it. Invite them to subscribe. Uh, it would mean a lot to us to get the word out that Dirty Mo Radio is this living, breathing thing, and we put a lot of effort into it to give you guys a lot of good digital content. And so uh, help us spread the word. And that's it, Taylor. You said we need one. Let me just say this in closing today. I want every person that can hear my voice right now to tweet Dale Jr., tweet Greg Ives, tweet the crew, tweet anyone associated with the 88 team, and wish them well this weekend at Daytona. Give them some confidence. Dale Jr. said that every single person out there makes a difference. Well, guess what? That's you. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it this weekend. I mean it. Every single one of you, at some point before the race, send him a tweet. Send everyone associated with the team a tweet. Send Mike a tweet. Send first name Davis a tweet. Send short game Tony a tweet. Send everyone associated with Junior Motorsports and the 88 at Hendrick Motorsports a tweet. And give them some encouragement. And I tell you what, when we win next week, I'll I'll prove it to you that it makes a difference. I love that, buddy. You like that? That's good. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, we're going to get a win this weekend. Hope everybody enjoys the firecrackers and the firecracker coming up uh, this weekend. For Mike Davis, for Dale Jr., for First Name Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. This has been the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 